Well, good afternoon, good evening, or good night, nerds, whatever the case may be. It is I, Jay, master of all things nerdy, and the host of the most listened to, the most talked about, and the most popular podcast of its kind. With me, as always, is my stalwart companion, defender of the nerd faith, Lord Commander of the Nerds Watch, and recently, a homeowner, Sir Christopher! Just in time for Halloween, we are on the final stop of what has been an epic cross-country tour of America's most haunted locations, and we have saved the best for last. We are in Cuesta Verde, a now-defunct planned community that has been the center of massive paranormal activity since 1982. Cuesta Verde was built over top of what used to be a massive cemetery, and the homeowners later discovered that the developers had only moved the headstones, but left the bodies! They should have paid a little extra for that home inspection. I always had the inspector check for buried coffins. That and mole crickets, which are actually way worse for your lawn, dude. Chris and I are in the home that was the center of most of the disturbances. The family that lived here claimed to have witnessed several events of poltergeist-like activity. Silverware bending and furniture moving on its own accord, lights blinking on and off unexpectedly, cold spots, but that's not even the half of it. They claimed that their daughter had been abducted by an evil entity and was communicating with them through an empty channel on their television. Now, we've only been here for about an hour and haven't really seen anything paranormal yet. No, that's not true, Jay. Remember that column of books symmetrically stacked spider gen found in the living room? Just like the Philadelphia mass turbulence of 1947. You're right, Chris. No human being would stack books like that. Speaking of Spider-Gen, where is she? I don't know. I told her to wait for us before exploring the rest of the house. She does this every time. Just wanders off. We gotta get a bell for her. It's like Halloween Horror Nights all over again. I said, let's go on the King Kong ride. But she was like, no, I want to go on the Minions ride. And of course... She couldn't wait, so we split up, I spent the rest of the night looking for, and I missed the Bill and Ted excellent rock concert. I heard, I heard that. that. Jen? Jen! Where are you? Quit screwing around. We have to record the show. We have to return the rental car before five, or they charge us for another day. Chris. Look! Her voice! It's coming through the microphones! I think Jen was abducted by the ghosts, just like the little girl that used to live here. Chris, I was, I was upstairs in one of the old bedrooms. There, there was a bright light, and, and something pulled me into the closet. Next thing I knew, I was here. Where are you guys? I can't see you. Jen, we'll come to you. Just tell us where you are. Can you name a landmark? Is there a Walmart near you? Chris, why do you always insist on navigating life based on where there is or is not a Walmart? Oh, I'm sorry. Forgive me for being a fan of great value. Guys, I'm, I'm still, still trapped, trapped here. Sorry, Jen. Uh, can you tell us what it looks like in there? It's, it's dark, dark and, and cold. I can't, I can't see, see very well. well. There's, there's this weird glue on everything, everything and... Oh my, oh my god, god, there's this awful, awful smell. smell. I'm not, I'm not really, really sure, sure, but if, if hell had an anus, I'm pretty, pretty sure it would look like this. The ghosts have taken her to a Waffle House bathroom? No, Chris, I, I think she's in the further. The further? You mean that dark dimension that shares the same space as our own dimension but exists on a different plane? Oh, no, you're, you're thinking of the upside down. 
the, see, the further is a purgatory realm inhabited by the tortured souls of the dead. But I could see how you could get those two confused because they're very similar. I think you have it backwards there, buddy, because I've watched Stranger Things like a gazillion times, and I'm pretty sure about these kind of things. No, trust me. I know my parallel dimensions. Okay. Well, then is that the same as Limbo? See, it depends on who you ask, Chris. Uh, in Catholicism, Limbo was actually a place where souls went when they died in original sin, but were not assigned to hell. Interesting, right? Yeah, definitely. Why would they name the game after that? It's kind of morbid. It is a little morbid. Hey, hey morons. morons! Not, Not helping. helping. Oh, uh, don't worry, Jen. We will figure out a way to get you out of there. Right after we do our show. Are you, are you freaking, freaking kidding, kidding me? Hang on to your Ouija boards, gang, because you are just in time for another Halloween spooktacular episode of the Just Us Nerds podcast. You guys, you guys suck. suck. We love you! In a world where two nerds come together to talk about all things nerdy. Just Us Nerds podcast was born. We talk about comics, movies, and all things in between. Get ready to have your mind blown by the most amazing podcast ever recorded anywhere, ever. The Just Us Nerds podcast. Aw, yeah. She is going to be so mad when she gets back. <laughs> yeah, let's not worry about that at this moment. Uh, hey, buddy. Hey, how's it going, man? All right. We made it out of the boiler room. Yeah, you know, I wanted to talk about that. You notice as soon as he walked up to us and realized we weren't children, he was like, oh, all right. And he kind of gave us like, you know, he like snapped his fingers and there we were. You know, he, he was actually, uh, you know, not a bad guy, that Freddy well, Krueger. I mean, he is a bad guy. He's a horrible, horrible he's not child a, killer, but... Once again... He was polite. He's not a bad guy, <laughs> but he's a bad guy. Just because you are a bad guy does not mean you are a bad guy. I mean, he murders children, and now he has to register, like, every six months. He can't participate in Halloween, you which know. is our show! Yeah, yeah so, we, it's spooktacular! So, I love doing a Halloween show, This buddy. is always the fun one. This is this is terrific. And I'm, Well, I love this. You know, I love us doing the holiday stuff, because... You know, we always throw our nerd spin on it. So, and and this has been uh, this uh, haunted America tour. Uh, let me just say, it's been great. It's, it's been, been awesome. It, it's been a lot of fun. We've been for a year now, pretty almost. Pretty we much got our money worth the the entire year. We got our money's worth for this one. And you know, we we spanned you know Scooby Doo to we've been Ghostbusters. Everywhere. We've literally to, been everywhere. We have. It's it's been terrific. But we don't have time to gloat because now we got to talk about what you're eating. So. What you reading, Chris? All right, man. So this is one that I turned you on to, and yes. I, I'm very happy that you read it. Phrasing. So <laughs> it is. Um, I got to ask people. Uh, are you people out there? Are you uh, fans of a little brand called Star Wars? Little movie. Little movie called Star Wars. Yeah, I, I wouldn't even call it a movie anymore. I mean, there's just so much. It's a movement. Yeah. Yeah, it's a religion. It's actually it, a religion. It's a happening. You know that it's a religion. It it it, it definitely may the force be with you. So, this one is Star Wars Darth Vader Volume 1. Which which is interesting because um, it, this is kind of one of those things where, you know, if we haven't seen it, it's new to us. This has been out for a couple years. Yeah, you know what's funny with this is I just kind of stumbled on it, and I was like, well, eh, let me give it a whirl. I just figured it was him, you know, going on with more plans, uh, how to destroy the Rebel Alliance, and doing all this kind of stuff, and 
not really the case. No, no, they tell a very a very personal story. I, to, to be honest, um, I I was aware of this comic book's existence right. when it first came out. And it didn't appeal to you. I it, it, it didn't appeal to me because I I have never been a fan of focusing in on necessarily one character from a, a, a genre. Right. But I have to say I was really pleased with this. So just just see, give... and it's funny because I'm the opposite. Okay. I like that. You know, the microscope under one person at a time. When the Watchmen mm-hmm. did their their separate versions, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it had what each person was. I love that. Okay, I love that. So that's just me. So well, j- just a little kind yeah, of go for, ahead for the people out there who don't know. Yeah, just uh, so this was published actually by Marvel, which yeah. makes sense because, because it's, it's yeah. owned, owned by Disney, yeah. who uh, owns George Star Lucas. Wars and base owns George Lucas. Yeah, why don't they actually own George? Oh Lucas. no, they have him chained up and they feed him like cabbage every weekend. Oh man. Uh, so yes, Disney on its march to rule the world yes. uh, has accrued Disney. Uh, no, of course they accrued Disney. Accrued Star Wars and uh, accrued Marvel. So it makes sense that Marvel's the publisher for this. Uh, this uh, is written by Kieran Gillen. Yeah, yeah. And uh, artwork by Salvador La Roca. Uh, and uh, it'll run you about ten ninety nine on Comicsology if you right, pick up but the this, digital edition. But this isn't just the. Um... This isn't like a one and done. You're you're actually getting kind of an anthology of this. I mean, this is multiple issues together. Yeah, yeah. So. It's, it's the first six issues of this series. Right, right. So just to kind of give you guys uh, a, a synopsis of the plot, uh, this details the events that occur between A New Hope and The Empire Strikes Back from the point of view of everyone's favorite Dark Lord of the Sith. Um, so the the first six issues follow the repercussions to Darth Vader of the destruction of the Death Star, as well as the chain of events that lead him to discover that Luke Skywalker is actually is, is his, his, is son. his son. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, spoilers. <laughs> yeah. If you haven't, come on, guys. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> come on, guys. So yeah. Now let's let's get into the good. What 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 do you like about this? I'll be honest with you. A lot. Yeah. There, there yeah. is a lot that I like about this. Um. It it it's. Uh, you know, it felt for me mm-hmm. like I felt like I was watching an extended edition of the original trilogy. Well, what this reminded me of, um, this is Rogue Two to me. Oh, yeah, yeah. This yeah, is Rogue yeah. Two because it takes place between those two, whereas Rogue One took place before A New Hope. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so for right. me, I was like, oh, okay. What I love about this, though, is they also don't um, they don't hide things. They don't... Um, shy away from the first three movies oh you mean the prequels yeah they they don't shy away from like they didn't exist well they they i think they kind of cherry they, pick the best right stuff right it. no and i agree with they, you but they, they what what's the term when uh they they shake the bucket and collect the cream and they leave the rest separating the wheat from the chaff sure <laughs> no never heard that before Nothing? in my entire life okay <laughs> that was a pop-pop <laughs> yeah, that was awesome though but no but i like that that you know, he may look menacing on the outside, but still in that brain is Anakin, Anakin Skywalker. Skywalker, yeah. And there there are certain references and stuff like that. Like, um, they make a reference to the kids and he like automatically will start to see Padme again. And yeah. you know, and he, yeah. he he really loved her. Yeah. And you know, he he still loves her. They they make uh they have a way of making a villain like Darth Vader a tragic figure no in in a 100%. way 100 the way that the prequels i think tried to do and this does 
very well. Yeah, no, I like I said, I think this did better than the prequels did. I, I really also enjoyed, there are many moments in this comic book where you have scenes with Vader and the Emperor, and it really illustrates well that that relationship that exists between a Sith apprentice and a Sith master. Yeah. And what a contrast that is between a Jedi apprentice and a Jedi master. Siths are all about power. And when you're a Sith master, you you kind of expect it's it's kind of a weird relationship. You're training your replacement, basically. Basically, who's going to kill you. You're training your assassin, yeah. basically. And yeah. that's the whole M.O. Of, of the Sith. And they just really captured... The, the, the um, Gillen. Gillen captures the voice of these characters very, oh, very yeah. well. Yeah. Um, when Vader sort of goes on his mission... Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, he goes... The first thing, right out of the first book, he ends up on Tatooine. Right. He he kind of goes puts together to the, his own like dirty dozen. Well, but the thing is is he goes to the lair of Jabba the Hutt. And and wasn't that a great didn't that remind you of the Luke. beginning of Return of the Return Jedi? Return of the Jedi when Luke shows up. It's yeah. the same thing. Yeah, he even pulls yeah. a lightsaber at the same time. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like and, father and he, like son. And he's standing, you know, in the exact same place and I I loved it. But you see the experience, though, of Vader. Like, he knows. He knows door. it's a trap door. Yeah. And Jabba, you, you kind of get a sense that Jabba, uh, he's like, okay, all right. Uh, I, I respect this dude. This well, because he's even like, what can I do now for the Empire Lord Vader? And Vader's like, not oh, the Empire. Oh, oh, right. Oh, oh. <laughs> but then uh, he's like, not the Empire for me. You know, so he's going ahead. He says, you will return here tomorrow in my official capacity. Or he says, I will return here tomorrow in my official capacity. This is a personal issue and will end my uh, end my satisfaction. So he's basically like, you will do as I say or I'm going to cut your damn I'm, head off. I'm going to bend you over a barrel and have my way with you. And he's like, um, do not even think to perform a mind trick. They do not work on the great Jabba. And he's like, yeah, I got that. He was like, I wasn't hut. He goes, this is not the way of the Sith. You haven't dealt with a Jedi in a long time. He goes, they're gone. Uh, the I, don't reasons... need, I don't need a fucking mind trick. I'm yeah. just, you're going to do what I say, yeah. bitch. And he's like, the <laughs> reasons why that they're no longer there stands before you. Like, like that I'm is... the reason I, wa- these people are no longer here because of that me. Is a, that is pretty rock and roll. And That's he... a mic drop right and there. And then he yells, well, not even, and then he continues. He says, they are gone. And the reason stands before you. Step carefully that's yeah and i was like damn and he says um that's vader yeah i mean that's vader i mean that's that's awesome it's interesting in this story you know vader has kind of been put in his place a little bit by the emperor yeah i mean he's the he's the emperor's dog it's really what it is but he's 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 fucked up because the the death star got blown (laughs) what do you mean they blew it up who is they what the hell's an aluminum falcon (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. You mean to tell me that you've been flying around for two and a half weeks looking for a cell signal? God, you must smell like burnt bacon and ass. I mean, Seth Seth MacFarlane nailed it. I mean, you that's... get your six foot four asthmatic ass back here. That's it. That's that's wait. it, man. Oh, oh, he's crying now. He's crying. Oh, uh, uh, oh, uh, oh, 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 oh,
a la Virgen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, he nailed it. And and so, I mean, Vader, he gets taken down a peg, but you get, I mean, the Emperor's the only one who can do it. because No, and the there's other nobody dudes, else who stands in his way. The other dudes try to do it. Like, you see, like, the generals and stuff like that right, who try right. to do it, and he's like, I'm a general, you're only a lord. And he's like, I will cut your goddamn head off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, and I, I look, and I'm like, yeah, all right. And... Talk a little bit about so. so you want to talk about the team, Vader? Yeah, let's talk about All the right. team because Vader Vader's putting together a team. He's putting together his own Avengers. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind, no. He's putting basically what's neat about this team is this is the dark. It's the dark mirror. The dark mirror of Luke's, you know, side. Right. So you literally have that balance. Vader again. Vader is the is the dark mirror of uh, of Luke. Right. Uh, he's got he's got his own C three PO. But he's called yes. Triple Triple O. Triple O. He's literally zero zero zero. And he's a torture bot. That is the he's interrogator. Interrogating and torture and language. And and sadistic. I mean he's he's sadistic. When they when they first activate him, he's he's going to shake their hand and when they initiate the command codes, he says something to the effect of uh, oh, uh, best not shake my hand then, because the electric shock would have surely killed you. I mean, he's he's a sadistic murder bot. Yeah. Uh, and then you've got uh, the R2-D2 uh, antithesis. You've got BT-1. Oh, he's so cool. So what's cool about BT-1, I didn't know that these droids could have been, and I mean, it's like any kind of military thing. These droids can be used for multi-purpose. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, R2 is, is more of a nanny, I guess. I mean... He's a, he's a service droid. Right. He's a grease right. monkey. Whereas BT-1 is an asteroid droid. You, you know what he is? You're going to love this. Jen, Spider Jen's going to love this when, whenever, if, if she ever comes back. He's a Dalek. No, he really is. He's a Dalek. That's... But he's called an asteroid droid. And do you know why they were called that? No. So no. what happens is they would send them out, and they would hide among the asteroid fields. And when a ship comes by... That's when they attack, and there'd be like thirty of them, and they just take down like you know cruisers and everything like, like that. Locusts. That is their job. Right. They have mini guns. They have rockets. They have all these freaking things, and he just wants to blow up the world. It's the greatest thing ever. Right. Right. So, so what a great and and you made a terrific observation too. So the dark Han Solo, yes. if you will, is none other. Yeah. Than Boba Fett. I mean, Makes one of the sense. coolest bounty hunters, and he does. You know, it's really neat for me for Boba Fett. That here's a character that is literally in all of these movies, maybe ten minutes. Ten minutes? You're right, right. And he's one of the most popular characters. Well, I think that's what makes him so cool, is he, he shows up for he does a total James Dean. He shows up, looks cool, and then he's gone. Yeah. You know? I mean the guy's yeah, he's he's awesome. And then we I, have Kersantin. Kersantin Kristen? No, Kristen Anton? No, not no. Kristen Anton. Kristen Stewart? His name is Black Kersantin. Black Kersantin. Which is... That sounds like something you'd order. Like, yeah. I'll have a Black Kersantin. Mm-hmm. Hold the ice. And that, he is a Wookiee. But he's an evil he's Wookiee. <laughs> he's, he's, his fur is black. He's got like this barbarian armor. He's got a scar over his eye. He, I mean... He, he's the evil Chewbacca. And he's even got the crossbow. Right. So for me, I'm like, this is so cool. I, I, I thought that was a brilliant choice. And l- let's talk a little bit about why he, and we're getting into spoiler territory, right, obviously, right. but why does he have to put together his own team? It's it's because he's been sort of, he's had his wings clipped he wants, by, the, by the emperor. Right. And, and he doesn't want the emperor to know. Right. So he's sending them out to find out who blew up the Death Star. Right. And if so, to capture them, not kill them. 
capture them. Right. And I, I love that. I love that. Uh, I, I, I said it before. I, I thought that the writer uh, really mined the best elements from the prequels. Uh, and oh, for we, me, we, we mentioned we, we forgot a character. Oh, did we? Dr. Afra. And we'll get into a moment why no, we and we, and we will. That's, that's figure. <laughs> but yeah, sorry, Doctor Afra. Yeah, so she is sort of like Vader's uh, Q. Yeah, she's kind, kind of a grease monkey mechanic kind of thing. Yeah, she yeah. kind of develops the. We- she reactivates weapons. Uh, sort Droids. Of a, sort of a snarky uh, archaeologist. Uh, did you catch the Indiana Jones reference there? Did she say it belongs in a museum or it something? It belongs like that? in an armory. Yeah, that was yeah. that was cute. I, I, I like that. Yeah. Uh, so she's kind of like. Is she like the Leia of the group, or is she like the Han? So- Maybe she's sort of like the Han I Solo too. Well, who's the Luke then? Is that well? It's Vader. Vader is Vader's. Luke. T- yeah, yeah. Well, so she's kind of the mixture. I think she's kind of a mixture of the Han Solo. Well, no, because I'd say Boba is Han. Because yeah, it's, more than because it's. Well, I mean, look at that. Those two hang out. Yeah, yeah. Him He's, and Black Chrysanthemum hang out. Black Chrysanthemum. Get me a Black Chrysanthemum. Yeah. On the rocks, yeah, exactly. In a Shaking tall glass, in a tall glass. But yeah, you're right. You're that's right. What so, I would so maybe she's like the. Evil I would say she's Leia. Leia. Um, but also she's uh, a female, and she's the only female on the team. One of one of my fav- of. favorite moments in this is so you mentioned Vader goes to Tatooine, and there's a moment where it's a close up of Vader, and he's like, "My business has been concluded here," and then you pan out and you see he's just slaughtered all of, whole, of the sand, all people. of the sand people. And I, I love that. that me attention too. To like details. he still looked, and he's like, "I still hate these fucking sand fucking people." Fucking sand people, you know. And he just he murdered them. He murdered them all. Like the women and the, the children. children and the men. Men. No, forget no. whiny ass no. Vader. No, this I'm is, Hayden Christensen. No, 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 no you're no. not. No, this is. And you know what's great is it tells so much about the character. Like here, he has become. One of, if you know, the most powerful yeah. warrior in the galaxy. The, yeah, no, it's he, one of the most powerful beings in, in the galaxy, and he still holds a grudge against yeah. indigenous sand people. Yeah. Well, I yeah. mean, and think about it though, the one person in the world, there are two people in the world who loved him for for who he really was. Right. Right. And it was his mother, and it was Padme. Padme. Right. I mean, we could say that Obi Wan loved him until he, he cut him in half. Well, I mean, he had to be knocked down a peg or two because he had the high ground. He ha- he did have the high ground, and he told him. He said, "I got the high ground, Anakin. I got I got the I got the I got fucking the high, high ground. ground. You're Don't, not going to win. You're not going to win, man." It's like, but couldn't can he still like jump fifty feet in the air? Like high ground is kind of a moot point. Doesn't matter. Doesn't no, matter. He's got does the. Does not matter. I've got the high ground. Does not matter. Uh, anyway, that was a lovely digression, but. I love that attention to detail no, that he holds a grudge against well, like the sand I said, people. This story is literally not just cutting that tapestry in half and just throwing something in the middle. It literally right. feels like it was weaved to yeah. be part of that. Like if they were telling me that this was going to be a movie, I'd be like, I'm down. Yeah. I'm game. Yeah, yeah. Here's I, my here's my money. I like Please, it. Please take it. I like it. Did, did you have a favorite moment? Um Yeah, like I said, I, I love those flashbacks. Like, the Emperor's talking to him and telling him, you know, uh, how business is going to be done and what he's going to do and how for him to forget his past life and she she wasn't worth it and all this kind of stuff. She was a whore. You know, and then all of a sudden, like, it all of a sudden, it, it kind of does the Charlie Brown where he, he'll hear it all, wop, 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 and he's thinking about Padme. Thinking about Padme. And, and thinking about his children 
with Padme. Right, right. And, you know, uh, and I will say, one of my favorite things in this book, spoiler alert, but, you know, too bad, is when he finds out that not only did he find the name of the person who single-handedly destroyed the Death Star, but he finds out that he's his son. You ever seen the robot chicken where Vader's like, I have a son? Oh, no, wait. It's not robot chicken. It's uh, how it should have ended. Yes. Have you ever seen that? Yes. <laughs> I have a, hey, everybody. I, I have, have a son. son. <laughs> but, but like, all of a sudden he, like, looks and, and you kind of get this, you know, like, all of a sudden, all the memories start flashing yeah. back to him, like yeah. you know, because he thinks that the children are dead. He thinks that you know they died with Padme, right? Because that's what the Emperor told him, and now he's like, "Oh, shit!" You, you know what, Chris? Not only does it, it does this do kind of a callback to the original trilogy and the prequels, but it's sort of also in a in kind of a nice way lays the groundwork for the events that happen in. Return of the Jedi. Yes. Because you see in that what you're describing there, those are the cracks. Right. Begin- he's right. The guy at first was just solid. Hot, hard. He, he yeah. was just he he was solid, uh, complete in conviction of purpose, and now he learns he has a son, and that's when the cracks start. Yeah. That's when the, that's when the glacier starts to melt, so mm-hmm. to speak. Nope, I agree. Um. So l- let's get into the bad. Um. What, what there wasn't you, a lot. Did, there wasn't much you, you there didn't wasn't care for? Much, there wasn't much for me. Um, for me, well, for me, like I said, there's this this scene in there where he has this long talk with the general, and the general's trying to put him in this place, and there's this... I found it unnecessary. Okay. I, okay. I found that it was kind of like um, fodder. Like, I looked at it, and I'm like, I don't, I don't really need this. I, I, if I'm thinking of the same th- scene, I, I thought it was kind of interesting. The guy basically tells him, like, the general uh, yeah. tells uh, Vader, look, man, uh, you're a relic of a bygone error. You need to start thinking of yourself like your lightsaber. Deadly, uh, right. an old weapon, but deadly in the hands who knows how to use it. You're my tool. You know, he's like telling Vader, you're my tool, and... You need to just let me use you efficiently. Right, because you, Vader doesn't like his choices and stuff like that. But I looked at it and I'm like, meh. Nah, meh. didn't do it for you. You know what was also kind of neat, by the way? I don't know if you noticed, but um, the Rebels are kind of like, do you remember? Okay, this is going to be a history lesson here. All right. So during the early 90s, remember when the Russians you know, invaded, and there was the Afghani uh, rebel group and everything like yeah, that. And they yeah, yeah. Okay. Afterwards, the weapons that they're using now are Russian. Right. Right? right. The rebels. Oh, oh, they're using. They use the battle droids. They're using the battle the droids. The rollers. Which were from the uh, the Trade Federation. Yeah, so I looked at that, I was like, that's kind of cool. No, th- there's, no, they're, they had respect but for no, the history, no. and they cherry-picked um I thought some of the best elements from but the But, like, uh, what you were saying the with prequels. the general. But you know what I liked about it? He basically chokes the crap out of him. No, so. not not the general that's talking down to him. That was his spy. Oh, that's right. The general, because right. the general has someone to spy on him. Yeah. Oh, no, he was... He's And that's the other thing, too. I, I thought this was kind of a neat trick, that the general was like, okay, you're going to do as I tell you, and this guy's going to watch. And he's going to have him there the entire time. Oh, my God. He had a chaperone, He basically. had a chaperone, yeah. And Vader's like, 
No. No, well, it's well, not going to work. Well, he unmasked him as uh, as like a, a spy. Now, what I wondered about was, was he was really it, was a spy he really or did Vader spy? just frame him? And it's like, yeah. What, I mean, on the list of sucky jobs in the Empire, that has to be right at the top, that you're going to be the one that is, you don't actually have any power over uh, Darth Vader, but I'm going to have you spy on him for me. Do you me. know who else I think, I, I think has a really bad job? Hmm. Those guys who are in that giant tunnel and they don't have the uh, <laughs> the rail. On the Death Star. Yeah, they don't have the rail. You know what I want? I want a railing. Right here. Oh, no, because if we put in a railing, all they're going to think is we're going to sit on it and not do work. <laughs> That's bullshit. So, but uh, what what didn't you like about this comic? I And I hate if this makes me sound like I'm, I'm a male chauvinist, but I kind of felt that the archaeologist, Dr. Afra was kind of the weak link. No, I agree. In, in the story. I don't, and, I don't think that, that it, but, and it, it but was, she's not the weak link because she's a woman. It, it was more because of her dialogue. Yeah. I, I didn't like the dialogue. I found it to be a bit too snarky, kind of almost like J- Joss Whedon-esque. I found her very disrespectful towards Vader. Like, like sh- she's the only one who could get away with it. I'm looking and I'm like, no. Yeah, and, like, and I, I feel that he should have force choked her a lot sooner. It took away from some of the dramatic tension. She had uh, uh, some of the dialogue that they wrote for her. I thought was really good and built right. some good dramatic tension. Like, there's a moment where she basically says to Vader, "I know that you're eventually going to kill me mm-hmm. once once my use has expired to you. I'm just going to ask if I get a choice. Uh, I want a lightsaber through the neck. Uh, don't eject me out into space. I want a fast death. I want a fast death. And and you know, I thought that was some good dialogue. But when you get into stuff like like there's, I, I took a little bit of dialogue. She she says she's so this is her talking to Darth Vader, because he he says to her, "You are awfully fond of talking." Yeah. And and she says, "I'm nervous. I make my living reactivating weapons like this pair, and you make me nervous. There's something about tall, dark, and able to kill me guys that make a girl nervous." And okay. You know, it's a cutesy line, but I think when you do that, you 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 decrease some of the dramatic tension no, I agree. that you've s- created. So so for me, that was just kind of the her dia. I won't say the character; I'll just say some of the dialogue was a weak point. No, I agree. I agree. I, I with that too. I kind of felt like that was almost like an action figure grab. Oh, like so we you create I mean? this character, yeah, and yeah. so now we can have an action I, figure. I kind of figure lover. like an action figure grab, which it never happened. See, you're but... coming around to my way of thinking. Like yeah. uh, that's why I said, is yeah. you know, Batman Metal going to be like you know, the, just something to create action figure grabs, which I'm fine with. All right, want to do some movie talk? Yeah. Strange things are afoot at the Circle K. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour. You're going to see some serious shit. This episode was badly written! Joey, you like movies about gladiators? Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you were here? Someday she just can't get rid of a bomb. All right. A lot, lot of trailers uh, have come out since we recorded yes. our last show. Um, yes. You, trailer uh, just before we started recording that uh, was the new Justice League. Th- now trailer. this was the this is the uh, Asian trailer. This is the trailer that's only being shown over in Asia right now. And what's always kind of neat about those is, or here, yeah, if you have the internets, right. <laughs> but the thing that I love about these is they actually will. You know, they normally will show 
different bits and pieces. Mm-hmm. Now, from the first trailer that you saw, right? Yeah. To this trailer, can you see the difference between Zack Snyder and uh, uh, who who Josh Whedon? Josh Whedon. Can you can you see the difference? Because I can. I will say. Well, I have no way of knowing that the scenes that were shown weren't directed by by Zack Snyder. I definitely think there's a tone shift. That's what I was talking. Yeah, there's definitely a tone shift. They're showing you more comedic moments. I think it's DC's kind of way of saying, "Hey, look, we're we're still light and we're fun. We're still we can be we can do light and funny too." By the um, by the way, I don't know if you know this or not, but um, I was reading some of the uh, not reviews, but like the focus groups that have seen Justice League. Okay. And you know what they're saying? You know who their favorite character is? Mm-mm, no. Barry Allen. Okay. They're saying because of his quirky kind of He's the everyman kind of, but he's that awkward nerd. They like the the one trailer that we saw so here. Like us. Yes, he's <laughs> he's our he's our superhero. He's our proxy. Yes. <laughs> so, um I they do this little thing like uh where the bat signal goes off and he gets like really excited and he looks and he goes, Oh, Oh, does that, that, that's your signal. Uh, right. Does, right. Does that mean we, you got to go to work? Oh, I'm sorry. And he's talking he's, to Bruce Wayne. And then like, he's talking real low. He's like, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Does that mean we have to go to work now? Like that. And he goes, yeah, that's what that means. <laughs> like that. You know And I'm like, Oh, I like this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that, that was funny. That, that was a funny and moment. And Aquaman. Aquaman's, Aquaman's steal- lines are, are he's funny. stealing it. It's, yeah. it's what it is. Uh, Personally, I still, my man. You know, I, how, I like that. You know how I feel about this. You're you're an Aquafile. I am, but you know how I feel what they did to Aquaman. No, they, I mean, I mean, they made him cool. They turned him into Thor. Oh yeah, yeah, they did. I mean, that's, he, that's really what it is. He's Aqua Thor. He's uh, Aqua Conan the Barbarian. You know, he's that Conan. movie gets so much. That like that movie is so underrated. Oh, I shit. love he, he that. Play, he he play, played Conan. He played Conan in the in the remake. Not this Conan where he couldn't punch the camel in the face. Not but that Conan. The other, the other Conan. The other Conan. Not Conan. the one to see your enemies brought to their knees to hear the wailing of their women. Not that one? Not that one. Ah, damn it. Not with, uh, who was that? Will Chamberlain was in the second one, wasn't he it? Was. Yeah, he, he was. Yeah. It was Boombata. And and James Earl Jones was in the yes, first one. Yes, he was. One, and he it? had a mullet. He did have a mullet. Why well, wouldn't we call it a mullet? It'd be like. It was like an Iron Maiden, you know, with the, the 80s. Yeah, it, it was, was a awesome. great time, kids. Look it was it an awesome time. But anyway, um, yeah, you know, I just, I feel like that, they were like, we got to make him cool. And they went that route, which I'm cool with. I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. They, because the, I hate saying it, but the Polynesian culture is now the cool thing. So now they're kind of taking it that way. Hey, go Polynesians. I'm, I'm very happy with it. Nice. Like I said, I, I like the idea of it. But, you know, pretty soon people are going to cosplay as Aquaman, and if they're too fat, people are going to think they're Maui. Hey, also a good character. But you understand what I'm saying? You're welcome. So, anyway. But, I, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I know what you mean. Um, I've never been very emotionally attached to Aquaman, um, but, I, I mean, as far as this trailer, uh, I'm excited to see what he's going to do as a character. We've already talked about Wonder Woman, so you know I'm excited to see more of Gal Gadot oh, as, yeah. as Wonder Woman. Um, By the way, and I, I told you, there is a part of the trailer that has all the nerds going nuts. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tell, um, so the team's kind of forming, but they're missing one. Right. And they're missing Batman. 
And all of a sudden, down comes the bat. I mean, the wings are fully expand. He drops, and he does that superhero landing, and he kind of looks, and you're like, full regalia. You're like, oh, yeah, here we go. By the way, um, I'm going to see if I can find it, because I have a little rumor with uh, Justice League. And I want to see if I can. I, I will say this trailer, it, it worked because it raised my interest level. I remember when we when we were yeah. first discussing Justice League, I said, I, I really don't care that this movie is right? coming out. But it's I have now I have now been elevated to DEFCON interested. So we have gone from DEFCON don't give a shit to DEFCON interested. So uh, Bravo, a company that uh, cut the trailer. You, you guys uh, you guys did a good job. And funny moment in this trailer, uh, we get to see uh, Steppenwolf. Who yes. is going to be the villain? What did you think of the voice? Because I'll be honest with you, eh. that was the one thing that was lacking for me with Ares. I mean, you know, for me, I mean, he had a bad guy voice. He had the deep bad guy. It's a guy heavy, voice. gravelly voice. I mean, it's fine, but it's more what he's saying that I find funny. Is there's a moment in the trailer where he's holding some poor guy, and the guy's like, "Please, I have a wife and family," and he goes. Why does everyone keep telling me that? <laughs> so that shows how many people he's killed. Right, right. I, All right, I, I like that. So here's a little rumor. Have you seen this photo before? Uh, maybe. It is a photo of Jason Momoa All right. and Zack Snyder. Called Drago. They are actually in the um, warehouse where they're building all the special effects, like all their suits and doing. Because you can, if you if you look, oh, sorry. I think I have seen. Isn't there something in the background? So, like, but you look. There's Atlantean armor there. Uh-huh. There's Aquaman's armor. Right. There's flashes now. There's this black suit. Can you throw this up on uh, our Facebook page? Yeah, yeah, I will. So there's this black suit, Mm -hmm. right? Everyone believes that it's the armored Batman suit, and it very well could be. Right. However, I want you to look at it. Look at the angles. Look at the angles. Um, On the chest. Do you see how it's different? Oh, you think it's Superman? No. No? They're saying it's Green Lantern. Oh. Look look at the angles on the chest and how it goes down. People are like looking at that, and they think that might actually be Hal Jordan's suit. Okay, all right, and it's yeah, very you, plausible. Yeah, you got to put that up yeah, on, the, on the Facebook page. So, um, yeah, so just check out our Facebook page. You'll very, see Chris will throw a picture of that up on there. It's very plausible. I mean, it does look like it. However, we could be totally fucking wrong. As I like to say on the show, we we might just be dumb. Yeah, we just might be dumb. <laughs> um, all right, so that that was Justice League trailer. Mo- moving along, have you? Um, so I don't know if I know you don't really care too much about Rotten Tomatoes, but I just thought it was worth a mention. That, uh, Thor Ragnarok, yes, ninety six percent certified know, fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. And why did they, why are they calling it that? You know why? Because they took the formula of Guardians of the Galaxy and put Thor in it. Well, that's all it is. I, I'm really excited to see this. No, 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 uh, no. Don't get me wrong. I'm excited to see this. I am going to see this. They mm-hmm. are going to get my money. Mm-hmm. However, this is Guardians of the Galaxy three. At least that's what the trailer would. I, I see what you're saying. The trailer definitely they're marketing it that way. Well, definitely. I mean, with the music and all that kind of stuff. I'm Led looking, Zeppelin yeah, and, and I'm looking yeah. and I'm like, all right, yeah. And, and some of the preliminary reviews that I've read about this, uh, they're saying that they've injected more comedy uh, into yeah. this. It's fun. It's the funniest Thor movie. B- yeah, because the first one was good. The second one. They tried, but it wasn't good. I, would, I, I would don't say, like that one. I will tell I you that say, right now. Meh. 
meh is how I would that describe it. That movie by far is probably the worst one they've done. It's it's just not memorable. I don't I don't really. I I think in all of the com in all of the Avengers series that they've done, right. I think the Thor series has been the hardest for them to recreate and the hardest for them to get people interested in it. Until now, it would seem well, right. Yeah, because they have a winning formula with Guardians of the Galaxy, so they're like, hey, we made a butt ton of money. With Guardians of the Galaxy, why don't we just take uh, Thor and let's, let's kind of infuse that? And they did. And, you know, I'm kind of happy. I mean, we get to see Jeff Goldblum. I'm happy to see him working again. Oh, I always love Je- Jeff. Put Jeff Goldblum in anything. Have him read the phone book and I would. I'm, I'm happy with it, yeah. Uh, he's uh, uh, he's a superhero and uh, he uh, swings a hammer. Uh, uh He loses yeah, it. No he, lo- no, he loses. On second thought, he loses uh, his hammer, uh, and it's very exciting. I could talk like him just all day. I just I'll have you know I I love me some Goldblum. So um, by the way, there's something that I've learned with uh, Thor. Yes. So I'm trying to find the the name. Um, so of course we find out that uh, Thor is going to lose Milner. Oh yeah. He's gonna lose it. Oh yeah. I mean it, I mean, it shatters. Gone. Gone. And you Bye-bye. know you know what the r- the rumor is right now, is that he's gonna get Jarnborn. What's that? Jarnborn is the axe. It was oh. a dwarven made axe that um, Odinson gets because he's not gonna be worthy. That's the other thing too. If if Millionaire destroys, yeah. is he no longer worthy? Which means are they gonna switch to a female Thor? I mean, they have that angle to try to do that. I'd be um, you know. Are we gonna see Natalie Portman? I I wouldn't mind seeing that. Well, no, I take that back. Uh, depending on who's directing her, I mean, Natalie Portman is uh, a very talented actress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing that. I do. I think they're gonna do it. No, well, probably not. Just no. because right now they're invested in Chris Hemsworth as as Thor. Who isn't? Uh, so. So I don't, I don't think that. But um, listen, we we gotta move it along because we I know we got a lot of other movie talk to. Oh to yeah. Do. Um, I know you didn't see this trailer. Which one? But uh, it's it's for uh the New Mutants. So this is the, no, I haven't seen it yet. It's the latest X Men spinoff. Go check it out when you have a chance. I'll just since you haven't seen it, I won't I won't talk too much about it. But no, no, no. I want you to tell me about well, it. Well, Marvel's marketing this as like a horror film. It's really interesting. It's like these young kids, mutants. Okay, so it takes place in the X Men universe. And they're in what appears to be like this hospital where they're, uh, you know, torturing these young mutants. And just the way that it's being marketed is like a horror film. I, I, I think this is a great idea. Uh, not necessarily, I'm saying the film itself, but how do you prolong this phenomenon right. of comic book movies? Right. You take different angles with yeah. it. Yeah, no, I right? agree. Like uh, Captain America, Winter Soldier... We it was always a spy say movie. it's a spy movie, Ant Man, heist movie. Yep. Um, yep. Spider Man: Homecoming, kind of like a John Hughes coming of age story. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I, so, I totally agree with you. So, it, uh, and it actually looks like they're not pulling any punches. If the movie's anything like the trailer, this looks like this could be legitimately scary. So it could be kind mm. of a fresh angle because otherwise, if you there's always a danger that you're just doing an X Men clone, right? Which, uh, you know. That's not going to be a successful recipe. So uh, it's it's going to be out next year, um, May, uh, April thirteenth. 
Uh, and it's got a couple people you might recognize. If uh, if you've watched Stranger Things, uh, the kid that played the older brother, right? He's in that. Oh, okay. And then the actress Maisie Williams, yeah, yeah, who yeah, plays Arya Stark. Yes, she's in it too. So I'm already set. Yeah, yeah. So um, so that trailer's out. Did you see the new Star Wars? Uh, oh, trailer. Buddy, did I? What am I saying? Of did course I? you have. And did you see the new Jar Jar Binks? Oh my god, that little Furby! That's oh my in god, with, yeah. Everybody's already making fun of it. Prepare to hate him. Yeah, I mean, he might actually be the cutest thing ever. Because I'll be honest, I didn't think I was gonna like BB-8, and I love BB-8. Oh, I love I love BB-8. I didn't think I was gonna like it. Love me some BB-8. Yeah. Ew. What we get? <laughs> Phrasing. We, we get a little bit though. Uh, you know, I, it definitely got me intrigued about this next Star Wars movie. You did you get kind of the feel from watching this that Luke is ambivalent about training Ray. Well, yeah, but here there I do, but there's something else in that whole trailer. I don't think you I don't know if you picked it up or not. What? I think my theory might actually be correct. What what's your theory? I think that Ray is possibly going to go to the dark side. I think that literally they're going to dip and into that. Remember where Luke kind they're of They're making it look that well, way. Well, because in the books, Luke you know, uh, Mace Windu is the only Jedi to ever be able to control both the light and the dark. Okay. And the reason being, that's why his lightsaber was actually purple, was because of the red and the blue. He could actually control both I, of them. I didn't know that. That's uh, okay. Well, he's, he's actually the most powerful Jedi. They actually said that he lived, by the way. Really? Yeah. I mean, he, he, he'd be able to control the force or everything like that as, as he was, was falling that, out like, a window. Was that in a separate, like, Star Wars story? Like, one of those yeah. expanded universe yeah. stories? So, but there, Luke actually ends up going to the dark side and kind of coming back. I think that's why he was on the island is to to kind of pure himself. You of, think he go, he went to the dark side? No, no, in the in the books he actually does and he comes back. He's one of the only people to ever go to the dark side and come back besides his father. Well, I, I know what you're I think I know what you're talking about. Are you talking about the new expanded universe or are you talk cuz Dark Horse Comics did put out yeah. a while back. You're talking about those stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. So, but the thing is um it, it I think that Ray, because do you remember what it says in the last part? What Kylo tells her? Um, the uh, well, I I I wasn't sure if he was talking to her, but I I think it was. It was let the past die, kill it. It's the only way you'll become what you were meant to be. And, and then he outstretches his that's, hand. That's to her. And the whole I I I wasn't sure that that was dialogue expressed to her because the way they present it, he's I don't saying know, it. Man. He's saying it when he's in his Tie Fighter. And he's firing on the ship that he's his mother's on, yeah. Le- Leia's on. I mean, he's killed one bear, and he might as well kill the other so one. So you think he's talking about that, but then I thought, well, wait a minute. What if what if it's out of context that they're giving us that dialogue? What if he's really know. saying that to Ray? Because you know how in the That's Force That's what Awakens, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I think you might be. Yeah, I think you're onto something. I, I, think, I think she might uh, do that. So, so um, Anyway, uh, Star Wars: The Last Jedi uh, looks amazing. Lo- looks amazing. Looks amazing. Coming out this year, December fifteenth. Uh, so uh, I'm sure we'll we'll have a lot to talk about uh, once once that comes out. Yeah. Um, little story that I read about on uh, Comic Book Resource, and I didn't know if you'd heard about this or not, but James Mangold. Yeah. So the guy who directed Logan. Right. Uh, he. This is the only word that's come out about it, but he is writing a script. For an X twenty three spinoff. Now, no, nothing else official has been announced, but I just want to ask you: how, how do you feel about this? Meh, meh. 
Leave the story alone. I, I agree. Leave the story alone. It is such yeah, I agree. It is such a good yeah, standalone no, story. I, no. It's it's like Watchmen. You need to just leave let it alone. It, let it be. Now, this next thing you're going to talk about, I actually have an update with that as well. Oh, okay. So right. go ahead. Yeah, give uh, me the announcement. So uh, uh, this is another uh, a, a CBR uh, mm-hmm. that I got it on ComicBookResource.com that uh, uh, Warner Brothers announced that Gareth Evans, who directed The Raid, is going to be. Uh, well, at least he's in talks. He's no longer. Oh, he's in no talks. longer in he talks. Is signed on. Oh, he's signed on. Yeah. So he's that, signed that, on. I'm pretty sure that that's what's going on right now. You heard it here first. Or, Pro- probably you know, not. Well, if they haven't heard it anywhere else. So what else, did they sign on to, for a, a Deathstroke film? Okay, so uh, Mr. Sofia Vergara, yes, Joe Magliano, yes, of course, is playing Slade Wilson. You're a lucky man, by the way. And you want to see what he posted on Twitter? Yeah, let's see it. Oh, it is a battle damaged Slade Wilson mask. So uh, again, for those of you not in the know, uh, Deathstroke uh, is a character from DC. He is uh, sort of like the the ultimate assassin and mercenary, uh, sort of like uh, almost like the evil Captain America kind of anti-Batman sort of character. He's literally like the ultimate assassin. Yeah. I mean, that's his job. Now, here's the thing. People are already speculating what comic book they're going to do. Okay. Right. So they're already saying that uh, they're going to use uh, Deathstroke's God of War. I'm not familiar with All that right. one. So Gods of War uh, was a storyline from 2015. It saw it saw Slade Wilson up against a mysterious enemy named Odysseus, who has the knowledge of a secret mission from Slade's past, which was wiped from his memory. So okay. when Odysseus starts wiping out everyone involved in the mission, Deathstroke must piece together his memory again, a quest that takes him to Gotham City and into a conflict with both Batman and Harley Quinn. Oh, so I want to see that movie. We're going to get that full, I see full that. circle. You know, turning villains into, you know, doing villain the, films, the that's, anti-hero. Like the, that's like the thing now. Yeah, it is. It um, is. I'm not exactly sure how I feel about that, mainly because... Tradition. Can you think of a movie so far that's been done where they did it from the perspective of the villain and it was not just passable but actually good? I can't, but maybe you can. Recent or uh, in general? All time. Though I'll tell you one that comes to mind, and it's not a comic book movie. Okay. Mel Gibson in the movie uh, payback. payback. Well, there's Payback, um, The Departed. Um, Would you call that – is that about – I would say so. It's more from the villain side than it is from the cop side. You think it's more from the, 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 the villain Okay. All right. Goodfellas. The Departed. Uh, okay. Yes. Goodfellas. Yeah, good Good. Good point. Goodfellas. Point break. I would say it's... Uh, no, I'm no? going to disagree with you there, buddy, because I'm going to say that's more from... It is from... Johnny Utah's perspective. Yeah, it is from and he's, he's the good guy. But I, I'm with you on I'm, Goodfellas. All right. Hold on. I'm trying to think because... Godfather? Yeah, the Godfather's definitely from. I mean, it's from but a any kind, point of view. But any kind of mob movie, it's it's gonna be pretty much on their side. Yeah. Um, obviously Suicide Squad, but See, it was now, meh. It was meh. It, it was, was meh. It was nah, not even meh. It was for me. It was bad. Um, um I'm trying to think. Like I don't even know. like even the well, recent you guys, like Maleficent and yeah. like I know they've tried. I don't know that. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. You were gonna invite. I was the... gonna say, you know, if you guys come up with one that we complete, you know, that we can't think about, guys, please email us. Let us know. Um, Justice Nerds PC at gmail.com. That 
So that way, we, you know, you can have you guys in the conversation. And by the way, send us a Twitter. Send us some Instagrams. Send us a couple of likes on the Internet. Yeah, by the way, uh, we, we would love to have you guys uh, go on to the Facebook page. Look up Justice Nerds PC, or I'm sorry, Justice Nerds Podcast, because it, it is actually podcast. It is. Um, go on there. Go ahead and give us a like. Go ahead and review. We have the shows on there. I Send us a tweet, why don't you? Do you? Are we on Twitter? Oh, crap, we're not. We're not on but Twitter. But that was Pop-Up. Yeah, I know. So Pop-Up doesn't know anything no, about no, no, no. internets or tweets no. or anything. But anyway, I want you guys to go on to Facebook. Go ahead and, and, and like us on Facebook. Go ahead and follow us as well, because not only do we post... Um, the shows, but we'll post, you know, uh, interesting things that we find along the way. Uh, stuff We're on a journey. We we are on a journey. We're on a journey to Jer- peak nerdness. We're on a journey from Gad. Oh, we are on a journey from. We're, we're on, on a mission, mission from, from Gad. Gad. That's right. So, um, but yeah, so I I think it would be interesting. Up, oh, what about the the Punisher is technically a villain. Uh he's no. I mean, the Punisher is more of an anti. I would say maybe mm. the Punisher. Okay, all right. I'm talking more of a movie that's straight up villain. The Punisher's not oh, a straight up villain. Oh wait, you mean like this Joker movie that they're doing? Uh, yeah, and the jury's way out on that one. We don't Ugh. we don't know about that. Yeah, we'll All we'll right. have to yeah more on that situation as it develops. All right, all right, buddy, let's do some toy box. <laughs> Let's broaden our minds, Lawrence. All right. So we got some exciting things to talk about. What do you want to lead do. with? What do you want to uh, lead with? Let's let's do that one first, and then we'll do this one. All this, right. I will say I, I'm excited for that one. Well, apropos, just in time for oh, Halloween. Oh, we're actually doing We're going to do an, an unboxing. Opening. Oh, we're doing yeah. an unboxing. I thought we were going to keep it in the box. Nah, let's do it, man. Yeah. Let's get crazy. You want to get nuts? Come let's, on. Let's, let's get nuts. So here's we're going to be doing a live unboxing of the NECA Ultimate Ash figure from the Ash versus the Evil Dead line. I got to tell you, I, I, NECA just keeps kicking it out of the park. Am I right? I mean, you know, I really love NECA because they really are like the poor man's statues, man. I mean, you don't spend that much money and you get just gorgeous, gorgeous figures. The, the attention... The attention to detail on this is just fantastic. Um, the uh, the rendering uh, to make it look like Bruce Campbell. Oh, uh, my God. That literally, you know, do you remember when they, uh, I forget what movie it is, but Bruce Campbell actually becomes a little figure. And he becomes like, we, and it's uh, Army, Ar- Army, Army Darkness. Darkness. And he becomes these wee little figures. And right. that's literally what I think of when I see that. So, um talk a little bit briefly about yeah, why don't you the, say what the, it comes the, with the, the basis of this so uh stars if you if you haven't checked it out has uh an original program that is called ash versus the evil dead it is a continuation of the story of ashley williams uh in his fight against the the wait deadites a minute, wait, wait, wait. his name's ashley his name is ashley <laughs> hey man I, I never knew that hey man he can rock it he can he can rock it, okay? He can rock the name Ashley. He can do whatever he wants, man, because he's the king. He is the king. Hail to the king, baby. Um, so this is uh, so this on stars. You can also get the series on Google Play. It's available for that. And this so this is an older rendering of Bruce Campbell. Um, no, it's n- newer. It's uh, well, no, I mean uh, it's 
him, it's him now. It's him now. What I'm saying, newer, older, older figures have been uh, yeah, him when he was younger. Yeah, well, yeah, but the ripped sleeve and all of this. Yeah. So take a look at this man. T- take a look oh at this. Oh my god, uh, man. So we have. Uh, you get four different heads that you can put on this uh, figure. Not simultaneously. He's not a mutant or anything. Um, he could be. He he could be if you wanted. But you get four different expressions. Uh, you get normal. You get angry. You get shocked. And you get a, his hand caught in a uh, 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 chipper, wood chipper. Uh, that face. There's there's a specific face for a hand caught in a wood chipper face. Look at it. Ah, yeah. <laughs> hand caught in a no. You know what it was. That's him cutting off his hand. That's I mean, his, I thought. I, see, I think that's uh, murdering deadites in rage face. Yeah, but you know what I love about this comes with the other hands. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, talk a little bit about the uh, extra appendages you get. All right. So he's got like this robot hand. That's kind of neat. From uh, Army of Darkness, he makes it out yeah. of the uh, the armor. Ah, uh, no, no. This is different, man. Oh, really? This looks like a T one hundred. Oh, nice. And then he's got a wooden hand, which. That's for when he's charming. I don't, I don't, I don't know what he needs it for, but he's he's got his his sawed off double barrel shotgun, Mister um, Boomstick. Right, and what I really like is it actually comes with the sheath. Yeah, for across the back. Right, right, and it's connected too, so it's not like it's going to be like a hunk of junk. Um, so I guess for the hand bits, you actually get like the bottom part of the sleeve. Where his, his chainsaw is. So right, you can right. Actually add on to right, it. Right, 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 right. And you get, like, you know, the, the wrist joint and whatever. And then you've got his uh, picture of his car. Because we need a picture of his car. I, I, I guess. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Do you watch the show? I, I, I've watched a couple episodes of it, and I've really, really enjoyed it. I like it. The only thing is, like, that flesh tone, that's really pink. Yeah, he he does look a little bit like uh, he's been in a tanning booth. Uh, I don't know if Bruce Campbell really has, but it looks well. Old. You know, he is, he probably he lives in L.A., so I'm sure that the dude has got uh, a nice tan going. Yeah, no, I like I said, I I really really dig that figure. I think it's really nice. Well, I know I promised an unboxing, but I'm having technical difficulties. Wait, you keep so. talking. Uh, Tell me a little about the show. Why don't Why don't you talk about where it picks up and well, what's it, going on from it? I mean, it's a continuation of. It, I think it kind of casts the Army of Darkness movie into a vague continuity. It's been a while since I've seen it, um, but it, it almost treats the character as having sort of PTSD, uh, which of course you know who wouldn't after going through all the horrible right, shit exactly. he's gone through. Um, and you know he's kind of just settled back into regular life. He he lives in a trailer. Does and he still work at Smart? He doesn't work at Smart. He works at a new. I, I forget the name of the new place that that he works. It's like Value Value Store. Oh, but he's still or, doing or, the same job. Oh yeah, I mean he's basically doing the same job. Uh, some of the characters changes that they've made though they have uh, they've added sort of an entourage to him. Uh, so he has he has sidekicks. Uh, Lucy Lawless. So uh, Xena, Warrior oh, Princess, like that. is is on the show. Uh, you know who she plays? Um, in Bina, Warrior Princess. No, no, no. She actually Gina. She play yes. She plays the daughter of Professor Nobi, uh, who was killed up at the oh, cabin. Oh, that's kind of cool. So she blames Ash. She thinks Ash was the cause of his death, and so 
she's I, I think she starts out as like an antagonist. I'm not very far into season one. Is the Necronomicon anywhere near it? Has he seen it? I mean. What, what do you mean? On the show? Th- yeah, does he have it in his possession still? Or? I think he does have it in his... No, actually, on the first show, and it's no spoiler because it's been out for a while now, the whole reason that the events of the show get yeah. set in motion, uh, he's getting stoned at his in his trailer one night with some girl he picked up, and he, he goes, wants to show off. You want, you want me to read you some poetry? Let me read you some poetry. Klaatu, Kanda... Kinda. And so that's how the evil comes back because he gets oh, stoned one night. I like it. Um, so let's talk about the l- articulation. Let me talk a little this. about articulation. So, uh, it w- head is on a ball joint, so we can look how side to side. How easy is it to remove to put the other head? We in. can do the whole exorcist thing. Uh, let's pop that head right off. It is not easy to get that head. That head is really on there. Okay. Okay, so it's a peg. It's uh, so yeah. The head's the head is on a peg. It is not on a ball joint. Uh, ah, I'm a headless ash. I'm a headless ash. Let's get the hell out of here. Um, yeah. So it's not a ball joint. It's just it's just a peg. So that's why he he really he can't really look up very much. Let me get that head on there. Uh, come on, there we go. So he can look side to side. He can do the whole Exorcist 360 turn. Um, this looks. He kind of the look on his face here. He kind of looks like mean old grandpa. You know, kind of get off, get off my lawn, you damn kids. See, I see that. But then I see on the other hand, oh, I crap myself. Yeah, he does have There's a, a reason I'm, why he's wearing brown pants. He does have a I'm pooping face. Um, So arms, the arms are not they're on, kind of stiff They're th- Well, I well, mean, it's brand new. You get so. you get backwards and forwards motion. Um, I don't want to push it too hard because NECA, I love the detail, but they are notoriously brittle. So yeah. I don't want to force it too much. Uh, that's what she said. That's right. Um. Okay, get a little more motion here, so we get on the well, shoulder kinda, yeah, joint. I was gonna say you would get it for the chainsaw. I don't think you would you get can, it for the shotgun. So you can move. That's about as far out to the side as we can move the All chainsaw. Right. Uh, this is really where a podcast truly fails yeah. <laughs> to to convey uh, uh, something. Um, so we get a so it goes joint out to not even halfway at the at the elbow. Uh, we get a bend at the elbow, uh, not much motion uh, backward, and then at the leg we have okay. So we it can go, he can go out to the side. Oh, he can he do can, a side kick. He can do a side kick. You can uh, limited motion forward, uh, limited motion backward. Uh, the design's really weird. Like look at his butt. There is turn around from no, my angle now. Kick his leg. It looks like he has a little dress flap. Yeah, yeah. You got a you got a little gapage there yeah. uh, where uh, the ass meets the the leg, or I should say, doesn't meet the leg. Um, and so no uh, mid thigh swivel. Uh, just a shin swivel. We've got uh, no. We don't have a shin swivel. We just ha- we've got a knee joint. Um, I can't tell if that's I. I don't. No, it's not a double knee joint, um, which is fine. I mean, most of the NECA figures don't have that well, level also of articulation. Too, what kind of fi- pose are you going to put Ash into? I mean, it's not. He's not one to be doing acrobatics. No, 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 no. You just, you know, he he needs to look like he's ready to start chopping some shit in half. So, um, you don't get uh, a ton of articulation, but I think for what you are getting in the appearance no, I, of the I figure, agree. uh, and you know what, this it was only twenty four ninety nine. I was going to ask how much you paid for. Yeah. It. So, so for what you're getting, uh, for for the figure, all of those accessories, uh, it's it's not bad. It's not bad. This is a very good-looking figure. You can you can find this now at uh, Big Bad Toy Store. 
uh, probably Entertainment Earth, uh, ToyWiz.com, uh, any specialty comic book shops, right. and uh, and definitely, uh, at, I've, you know, whenever I lurk in uh, Toys R Us, I've seen that they have a lot of the NECA figures. Yeah, of course. Now that I have a child, I don't look as creepy uh, yeah. wandering down the toy aisle. Right, exactly. Um, uh, I do feel that this is kind of lacking. Like I said, the color's kind of weird. Um, you mean the, uh, the flesh tone? Yeah, we get... A picture of his car. I would have rather have had the Necronomicon with him. You know. Fortunately for me, I own two other Ash figures and that came with Necronomicon. Right, exactly. So I am good. Right, but for someone <laughs> but who's buying you. it for the first time, and you know, um, but like I said, I I like this character. I'm actually reading rereading the comics all over again because you know I love. <laughs> I just series. had a thought, Chris. The reason you don't have a lot of articulation, he's old. Yeah, he he's old. He's not gonna get. He's not gonna get into those, you know, crazy, uh, right. you know, Spider Man kung fu, kung fu and... uh, poses because yeah, that's a pretty good pose. What do you think of that? No, I like it. Yeah, looks good. Um. So anyway, yeah, that's the ultimate Ash figure from the Evil Dead line. Um, Chris. Yeah, we got us a loot crate. We do. What's in Chris's loot crate? What's in Chris's loot crate? What's in Chris's loot crate? I hope it isn't crap. Yeah! yeah! All right, what do you got, buddy? What is the theme All right. du jour? Theme du jour. I kind of like that. That's kind of neat. All right. Let We're me, international, baby. Let me open this uh, this bad boy here. Let me grab the uh, the book. Because I had read it, but... Uh, all right. So, for Halloween... Yes. Mystical. Right? You like it? Like it. All right, all right. So it is mystical. Um, I will tell you yes and no. You know, it's like everything else. Yes and, and no. Were you a fan? All right. There was a, a spoof vampire movie that they turned into a TV show. Dark Shadows? No. Were you a fan of Buffy the Vampire? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I I love some Buffy. They made a Loot Crate special. Mr. Pointy. It is a Mr. Pointy bookmark holder. Oh, that's nice. Isn't that kind of neat? You know, I think actually, we we don't talk much about uh, Buffy, Buffy, but I I didn't watch it much. I, I did, and I'll tell you, Chris, I think it's one of the rare cases where the TV show was even better than the movie, than the source material. Yeah. I can yeah. see that. Uh, I think other people might say MASH. You know, the same thing about MASH. Oh, yeah. All right. So there's a company called Fat Mojo, and they did a partnership with a little company called Marvel. Okay. You might have heard of them. Might have. They're kind of a big deal. They're kind of a big deal. Actually, we talked about this character for our movie review. Oh, okay. Pennywise. No, no, no. Marvel, what am I saying? Today. Okay. Today. Oh. Uh, Movie's coming out. Movie Thor. Right. Oh, okay. Ready? It is a Thor battling Loki diorama. Oh, my God. That's... But they're like itty-bitty. They are little... so ad- They're so adorable. Oh. Look at them. No, they, they guys, look, don't fight. Yeah, they look like little cart. This is what Odin came home to when they were kids. You guys, you guys are brothers. Don't fight. So, um, well, it, here's a thought, Odin. If you don't want your children to fight, maybe you don't tell them that only one of them will be king one day, even though both are fit to be kings, huh? However, well, nice parenting, Jackwad. 
Well, he did adopt Loki. I know he adopted Loki, but but still, he's what you, who walks down the hallway with their sons and say, you're both fit to be kings, but only one of you will lead. But only one. I mean, you might as well just throw him in the kitchen and break a broom and throw half the broomstick <laughs> in and says, okay, the winner gets my love. All right. So. But I digress. Yeah, you digress. Uh, I'm trying to think of what I want to talk about next. Yes. Please. Um, all right. So there isn't there isn't a lot in this, but like I said, for what you do, you're get, really selling it. <laughs> there, there isn't a lot in this, but what you do get, you do get a good amount. So the pin, we got a Dracula pin. Blah blah. Kind of cool. Kind of cool. It's kind of cool. Right, cool. It's like the right. old '80s style pin. I thought that was kind of neat. So so far, just to take the, all right. We got we got a bookmark, we got a pin, and we got cute little Thor tchotchkes. All right, I'm gonna build this, but bring the heat. We get a Stranger <gasps> Things. 11 versus the Demogorgon diorama. It's going, 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 gone. It is out of here. Yeah. All right, you just redeemed yeah. it, sir. So, like I said, this this is where the money came. You re- Here's the money shot. Oh, crazy. Oh, sorry. Right. You, you redeemed it, sir. You redeemed it. Saving best for last. Oh, yeah, I always Ever always the showman. To. Always try to. So, let me let me build this and put it together for you. So it's it's actually the last scene. Yeah, yeah. No, I know exactly what it is. It's that epic uh, climax. Whoop, phrasing. Yeah. So, but the eleven almost looks like a Funko. Yeah, yeah, she so does. Here, if you she hold does. It, I'll give you a little. Oh bit my god, this is perfect. I love this. Yeah, it's that epic moment at the end of Stranger Things. So this the, was the a confrontation between yeah, was, eleven and the uh, Demogorgon. So this is. Um, Jay Salvador has been uh, pulling the heartstrings of his super emo friends line since 2009. So this is a super emo friends uh, line that they did. And it's actually an exclusive, once o- like always. But this is called a Loot Crate Artist, s- the artist series. So I don't know if they're going to do any more of them, but um, with different, this, different this, artists. This did it for me. It's really cute, this, right? Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. It's, it's, that's great. I thought that was, I thought that was Unique tchotchke based on a, a wonderful property and rendered great. And what what else is always in a loot crate? A t-shirt. Always in a... Okay. So... It'd be great if they gave you, like, a mystical t-shirt, like the wrapper. Right? No, it's not. (laughs) But it is kind of mystical colored. Mystical colors? Okay. Okay. What is... It's a movie from the 80s. A doodle-doo. It's a movie from the 80s that we quote all the time. Aliens? That Eddie Murphy was supposed to be (gasps) in. A little movie called Les Ghostbusters. Yes. You ready? Yes. Let's see it. Bring it. Oh, that's like, it's got totally, kind of like a Miami it's, Vice it's kind of vibe. Miami Vice So instead of the red, it's it's almost like a pink and purple. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's the their ghost logo, and so they that that's what they, they did for nice. this month. So. Okay. All right. So All right, man. Remind our viewers uh, or listeners, uh, maybe they're watching us. I don't know. That'd be kind of creepy. That'd be kind of weird. Um, how much is it a subscription All to right. Loot Crate? So for the monthly subscription that I get, I just get the, the regular standard box, and it's with shipping about 25 bucks a month. And for this, like I said, you're getting unique stuff that nobody else is going to get. I mean, yeah. you can go on later on and buy them on eBay, but you're, you're going to be paying for them. 
So, um, and, and let us just say we are not shills for Loot Crate. No, we, uh, no. Christopher uh, saves up all his pennies yes. in uh, his piggy bank yes. uh, each month for this Loot Crate. So we're we're not sponsored by Loot Crate. We just it's we'd like to be. We'd li- yeah we would we would like to be, and we'll totally become shills yeah. for you. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, in a heartbeat, but we're not right now, is what we're saying. So if we're telling you it's good, it's just out of the goodness of our heart. Right. Um. Let's see. Out of ten, Mister Pointies, I'd I'd give this one a good seven. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I I like most of it, but once again, there is stuff to this Lucrete that I look at. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do with this. Stuff. Well, for me, the uh, the Stranger, the Stranger things, things thing sold it. I mean, that I, makes I it a solid that. eight for me. Um, you know, like the little Thor thing, I think is the most adorable thing in the world. But little Thor, you know, he's he's, he's little. He's so angry, and you know, he's he's gonna tr- hit his brother really hard in the face. I will smite you. So yeah, so that was uh, that was Chris's loot crate. That was Chris's loot crate. That was Chris's loot crate. Guess it wasn't crap. Yeah! yeah! All right. Well, as we kind of close out this show. Um, oh, wait a minute. Before we close out the show, I got to mention Chris and Jay, your toy, toy bounty, bounty hunters. hunters. Is there a tchotchke that you just have to have? Is there a toy that you can't find? Scalpers driving you nuts. Got you pulling your hair out because they're charging $11 billion for a $9.99 figure? It's wrong, and we're here to help. You're not-for-profit toy bounty hunters. Here's the way it works. You contact us at our email, justusnerdspc at gmail.com. You let us know the item that you're looking for, and we will use our extensive network of contacts to locate said item and connect you with that item. If we have to... We'll buy it, we'll pay for the shipping, you reimburse us the cost, and we send it to you at no profit to us. Or if we can, we'll just let you know where the location is. We're not looking to make a profit, we're just looking to connect nerds with their tchotchkes. All right, so, uh, yeah, we gotta, we got to wind things down here, but uh, we want you to take part in the conversation. So if you got an opinion about something that we talked about today, are we dead wrong? Well, you've got some attitude, mister, but we want to hear from you anyway. So email us at justusnerdspc at gmail.com. Send us a message on our Facebook page. You can also send us a message on SoundCloud. We're up on there. We're available to listen to on iTunes. And you can also uh, look for a picture about once every century on our Instagram page. Um, we would love to uh, not only hear from you, but also see you. You want to send us a picture of any artwork that you're uh, – any? it doesn't have to be us. It, it could be anything. Just kind of – However, we would prefer to see you guys do our logos, do do whatever you guys come to comes to mind. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, totally, yeah. Uh, draw us like one of your French girls, as a good friend of mine once said. Um, <laughs> uh it, definitely, if you do artwork of us, we're going to put it up on our Facebook page. But uh, we we want to see uh, we want to see your talent. Uh, let us uh, let us see you know uh, your spin on on something. Well, gang, that is all the time we have for this our forty third episode of the Just Us Nerds podcast. We got to figure out a way to rescue Spider Gen. Well, well it's about damn time. time. I got it. Got what? Look, Jay. There's a spell in here that will open the portal to the netherworld. We can rescue Jen. Oh, but the pages are stuck together. Looks like somebody spilled their big gulp on my Tobin Spirit Guide and Large Marge's Semi. Well, it wasn't me. Don't look, Don't look at, at me. me. Don't worry. 
We can't. Well, how bad is the damage? Can you still read it? I can still make out the words. Are you sure about this? Since when can you read Ancient Babylonian, let alone Ancient Babylonian smudged by Mr. Pibb? First of all, Jay, it's Sumerian, not Babylonian. Second of all, I took two years of Spanish in community college. Wait, what? Chris, I don't think- Too late! The reading has begun! Latu Varata! That ought to do it. Nothing's happening. Chris, I don't think... Oh, shit! Chris, you made the portal too strong! We're being sucked in! guys wearing dresses. Is there a renaissance fair in town? And why are they looking at Jay like that? Chris, I think you've sent us back to the Dark Ages. I guess I overshot it a bit. Hail he who has come from the skies to deliver us from the terrors of the Deadites! Great Scott! Groovy! Halloween, folks!